Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 130 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. You know, I think I'm actually, like, legitimately close to around, like, 100 episodes on this podcast now. Because I think I came in at around 30. Yeah, I think that is true. You're very close. Yeah, I would say very close. But, Manny, I do have some bad news for you. What is that? Uh, There was some some massive uh, digital shortage... And now the the Super Mario 3D All-Stars is no longer available on the, the, the Nintendo shop. And it's, uh, it's, it's awful for everyone involved. Okay, so th- I, no, you know what? You just reminded me of this. Because because of this, this, <laughs> this is like actually insane to me. And it shows how little effort mainstream news outlets put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the... Because Mario 3D All-Stars and... Uh, whatever the fuck the Mario Switch Online game is called, Super Mario Brothers 35. 35, yeah, I think. Uh, and the Fire Emblem game. There was a meme that on March 31st, 2020, was the day that Mario was going to die or that he was going to be publicly executed. All of these things, <laughs> right? But it was a meme, obviously. Right, and people, right. people kept saying it. CNN wrote an article about how fans are upset and distraught that Mario might be dying on the 31st. No one thought this. No one thought this. What? It was a fucking meme. You're, are, the meme about Mario dying got so out of hand that CNN wrote an article about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it wasn't even an April Fool's article. It came out the 31st. So that's wild like do a modicum of research at all like i don't know man that shit's wild i can't believe it can't believe mainstream news outlet was like you know what's newsworthy this yeah it's sometimes like they just have to put something out there it's look right then write a fucking article about how the crates on the ship that was stuck in the suez canal looked like the among us character (laughs) all right like i don't know anything else something that actually happened i know like what or you could have just talked about that game getting delisted i guess is yes and like that's the same thing as like nfts are a big topic of conversation creating digital scarcity digital shortages like is a in my opinion very anti-consumer move nfts are a whole different thing because right. using the blockchain is bad for the environment and blah, 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 blah. uh also it just is stupid but you know, write an article about that. Not about how fans are distraught that Mario might be dying. Like, ah, yes, Nintendo's like, you know what? We're going to cancel one of our two most successful franchises because mm-hmm. fucking why not? It doesn't at all have to do with the fact that this made sales skyrocket and the 31st is the last day of our fiscal quarter. But like, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's sad that they made a lot of money on that. But <laughs> oh, Yeah. It is. I mean, I contributed, uh, but I refused to buy Fire Emblem. That one was actually offensive to me. <laughs> yeah, because they charge like seven or eight dollars. Seven, eight dollars for a fucking NES ROM that had a fan translation when I started playing games on my computer in like 1999. Like, well, it, like it had a fan translation back then. When was the last time they added a game to the NES online? Uh, I think they do once a month at least. No, they don't do the monthly anymore. Now it's just like oh, just one ofs. Whenever, because like that—that that was the big switch when they uh, when they added the Super Nintendo. They're like, we're just gonna do it whenever we want now. 
There was one semi recently, and I remember adding three games total that I had literally never heard of. Mm. So they are still they are still doing it. I mean, I know they added Donkey Kong Country, the, the, uh, the trilogy, think, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. last few months. Um, yeah, but it was like two Super Nintendo games and one NES game the last time mm. that I had literally never heard of, and was like, right. okay, right. this is for some kid who went to a used game store in the mid '90s. I don't know. <laughs> well, not a kid anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now they can be nostalgic for their yes. hot games. Yes. Uh, okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Relating to this, why were you playing the Super Nintendo on the Switch this past week? Oh, I just wanted to dick around with Donkey Kong Country. Okay. I mean, that's fine. That's fair. I mean, we, we talked about Donkey Kong Country, and no, I wanted to did. listen to I was, ju- I was just like, I was playing Monster Hunter with Nukio, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Matt's on. What's he doing? And I was like, oh, the Super Nintendo. I wonder what he's doing over here. Mm-hmm. So that okay. Well, yeah, now I mean, know. when you talk about Donkey Kong Country, I got I to play it a little bit. You know? I get it. I get it. So I got my taste. Nice. Um. So I guess we can talk about the literal nothing that occurred mm-hmm. this past week. Uh, this happened today. It uh, did. Uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. It was tweeted out that it's delayed again. They can't get it out in the springtime. Uh. So. Um, this has been delayed a few times. At it least. has like they have perfected the Lego formula. What is going on here? Did they just was this too ambitious trying to do nine movies? Maybe like maybe it's just like I, I, too big. Yeah, I don't know. Or Like open world or some crazy. I mean, they have done open world games they, in the past, though. They did that Marvel. Uh, yes, even um, the it was Lego Batman two was open world and it was a pretty huge open world uh and then the dc like, villains I, I remember hearing that sounded like halfway decent actually. yeah i mean even like original lego star wars is like an open area that's mm-hmm. a hub so yeah I, I, that's weird to me because like it seems like they crank the shit out of those lego games like constantly so but there has to be delayed multiple times seems weird but there also hasn't been one in a long time i don't I, well this was supposed to be last year I remember that. And I mean, now it could be 2022 and there's really nothing new star Wars happening this year. Is there? Mm, I mean, yeah. The Obi-Wan show. Oh, it it has literally Hans actor in it and ice cubes son. So it's fucking tight as hell. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it also has Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen in it, but, Mm. um, I don't care about them. I only care about Sung Kang and Oshie Jackson. Don't Jr. say that about Ewan McGregor. He look, is I love e- I love Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. I lost all interest in the show when they said Hayden Christensen was going to be in it, and then I regained all of my interest when I saw the cast listing <laughs> and saw Sung Kang and Oshie Jackson Jr. and was mm-hmm. like, "Who will they play in this fucking show? What is go- what is even going to happen?" I think Ice Cube's son's biggest role was playing Ice Cube. <laughs> uh Ian straight out of Compton. Mm. <laughs> and people were like, whoa, he looks just like Ice Cube. And it's like, no shit, it's his son. <laughs> what? Uh so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they will play. They also were in like the bottom line, so they're probably just like minor characters that appear once or some shit. Uh because the Mandalorian did that, they had like weird famous actor, well, famous actors. Uh in the Mandalorian, they were actually famous actors that would appear like once. Uh, they had that really famous uh, final, fa- or final, uh, Fast and Furious lady, <laughs> Gina Carano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, you know, 
look, they're stepping it up now. It's now it's mm-hmm. Sun Kang. So uh, I mean, better actor, better, better way actor. better actor. <laughs> uh, yep, that's definitely true. Not nearly as buff. Uh, <laughs> no. No. But yeah, I Lego Star Wars being delayed is like a weird baffling thing because yeah. like I don't understand like what goes wrong with your Lego game after you've cranked out 17 trillion of them. Like, Unless know. they're really trying to do something new. And hey, that's cool. Like if I would I would love it if this comes out and it's like, oh, this is like a magnum opus of Lego games because I like Lego Star Wars one and two. And then I kind of fell off it after that because it's like, oh, this is like more of the same. Right. And then like I played Lego Batman two and really liked it with the open world. I thought that was neat. And then after that, I tried to play Lego Marvel and fell off of it because I was like, oh, this is like kind of the same thing. Uh, and then I don't know that I, I tried to play Lego Batman 3, but they took away the open world, which I thought mm. was weird and went back to linear levels. And then I haven't played one since then. But like I did enjoy Lego Star Wars. Uh, I remember my brother played Lego Indiana Jones and I was like, this doesn't seem cool because like star wars has a lot of characters you get to pick from and then lego indiana jones was like 30 versions of indiana jones and then like the three other characters and i was like well like i don't give a shit if now i'm indiana jones with a different color suit like he's got he's the same yeah where like the marvel like because i did dick around with the marvel and like Mm -hmm. you you get so many of the characters oh yeah and like they all have weird abilities like they can fly and shit and i mean lego batman was like that too it's basically just that but dc right uh because they even though it's called Batman, you could be Superman, Wonder Woman, Martian mm-hmm. Manhunter, and all the villains and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. Uh, the other one you got here, which yes. I hope is true, is my boy Jeff Grubb. He was the one who basically started the Mario execution meme. Uh, <laughs> he says that uh, Alan Wake 2 is going to be the first Remedy game published by Epic. He's been hearing that. And Mm -hmm. that would be so tight because I think Alan Wake sold super poorly for them, even though it was like a cool thing that they really wanted to do. But now they have like tied Alan Wake into control because they're like trying to make it the same universe. So like if they can make Alan Wake 2 and now it's like it's their IP and stuff and epic can fund it to be a big thing like that's so cool for them i hope i hope remedy essentially gets a blank check to do like whatever the fuck they want because they make wild shit did that game ever come out that they were doing like the it was a multiplayer game but they were doing like the single player first person shooter campaign for oh that i don't know i'd have to look that up but yeah i mean like this i it's completely believable because of the fact they went out of their way and reacquired the the alan wake uh, like the rights to it and then they took the time and made a dlc of alan wake i think it shows that they're trying to build up a little like at least especially with the dlc i mean it shows that they're they're trying to build up that alan wake uh you know franchise again or like get some hype for uh, alan wake again mm. yeah i know you were just looking at your phone oh sorry I, I received a message that was buck wild that i'll have to read later. <laughs> Um, uh, oh no that's that's not what i'm wanted to do so i, I, I just I, sorry, yeah I, I don't know i'm i'm excited for remedy in general because like yeah. i think all of their games even if i don't like them all i never played quantum break so i can't really uh talk about that but like all of their games have always been like weirdly ambitious and very weird like um max Payne one and then max Payne two uh and it, like i love control i would really like to play that dlc right. sometime it's too bad that i'd have to start my save over to play the ps5 version which really kind of killed that one for me um 
and like even quantum break seemed cool like you seem to enjoy it and like the powers in it seemed mm-hmm. kind of cool that they always try to do weird shit with fmv i'm kind of glad that that was like mostly gone in control uh to answer my question the game is crossfire x mm-hmm. and it's supposed to come out this year okay and it's set to be exclusive for Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash S. So it's going to be free to play, uh, free to play. But I don't know about the campaign if it's going to be free to play as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I, I I don't care about the multiplayer aspect, but I will absolutely try the 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 single player campaign made by Remedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so. Um, and nothing else. I mean, like, no, no, nothing. it like, was literally nothing. It's a barren fucking wasteland out there. Uh, I don't, I don't even remember. I had something. Oh, the summer games fest was confirmed for uh, June. You mean the summer's game mess? I mean, summer, the summer games mess. Yes. <laughs> uh, very exciting. Um, so I Since we're I, talking about Jeff Grubb. I mean, yeah. Well that up. Um, and then the other thing that we had said is that, um, this is the first time that MLB the show will be on Xbox as mm-hmm. well as uh, Sony platforms because it is a first party Sony developed game. Right. Um, but along with that, the show will be day one on Game Pass for console, not PC, because there is no PC version. I, I know you uh, mentioned you want to try the show at some point. Yes. Would this be enough for you to pull out your Xbox? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, d- it depends. I mean, other stuff that I want to play is coming out now, and especially right. in like May. So maybe not for a bit, but I that's cool. Like to be mm-hmm. able to grab that and dick around with it because I, the last one I played was two thousand eight. So like it was a long time ago, and yes. I really liked that then. And I know they have come a long way. And like it's one of the only sports games that consist that's consistently highly rated year over year. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could say that about the EA NHL series. Uh, during the the PS3 Xbox 360 era, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of fell apart PS4 era. Yeah, and th- the sad thing is, you can see they they stopped having competition. 2K stopped making games in the PS3 era. They no longer had that competition, so they no longer had to try. Mm-hmm. I, it's the same problem that's uh, that's plagued uh, the 2K wrestling games. I mean, they have no competition, so they can just fart out whatever they want. And there's literally no consequence because those games sell extremely well. I mean, it's weird that MLB The Show is the same, to be honest, because they don't have any competition either, necessarily. I mean, like now RBI Baseball comes out, but that's such a different arcadey thing that like it's really weird. But maybe it's because it's a first party Sony game. I was going to say I want to tarnish their brand or whatever. I, I I was gonna say I bet like Sony won't allow it type of thing because I would it, hope so. Because um, for them, like I bet the show, the show being great, not only sells games, it sells consoles. Because yeah. if you get if you have baseball fans and they want to play a play a, a good baseball game, your options are PS4 at the time were just PS4. And you you had to get into that PlayStation. So like. Uh, like if the games weren't good, then no one would be buying a, a console to play those games. So I, I bet I bet part of it is just like Sony putting that pressure and then also just internal pressure from the developers. But and and that that's not a shot at any any of the developers, like any of the other developers. I mean, like, I'm sure they're working hard making those like not great wrestling games, but mm-hmm. the resources are just not you know there where I bet Sony does actually fund and try to ensure that the show is, you know 
good year after year. Yeah, and I mean, I believe uh, the MLB actually takes it quite seriously as well. That's the reason why it's on Xbox now, too. Sure. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's basically it. It was a dead week for, for video game news. And... Yeah, like really nothing happened. I mean... I, and I kind of expect nothing to happen for a, basically this entire month because like May, June, I think we'll start to see some more news. Mm. Uh, that That's at least just my expectation. Yeah. Uh, so I, mean, uh, like, and I, I think most places are, or most, most uh, like publishers and stuff are just going to hold off on announcing anything big until May, June. So then they can start announcing for the summer and fall. Uh, the last thing I guess I'll mention is that the PlayStation Plus games for April, which will come out Tuesday, the PS5 one is Oddworld Soulstorm. So the day it releases, it is a free PlayStation Plus game. Um, and the two PS4 games are Days Gone, which also has a PS5 upgrade patch. Um, and Zombie Army Dead Ooh. War 4. So watch out for that. But I think that's cool. Oddworld has been in development for so long, I feel like. Uh, so that's neat. Mm-hmm. And that means that I, I, you know, I guess I don't know. I would guess that Oddworld games sell pretty poorly overall. Um, like not not like super bad, but like not great either. So right. th- they're whatever deal they made with Sony is probably pretty good for them. And uh, Lauren Lanning can continue to make whatever batshit craziness he wants to make. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And yeah. I mean, Days Gone is a Sony game, so they can just be like, ha ha, and give it to you for free. Sure. Mm-hmm. And now you now you can own Days Gone. Thank God. Yeah. I... I'll install the PS5 patch and just mm-hmm. really check it out. I bet it looks pretty decent. Oh, uh, it does. I think the patch actually made it a lot better from yeah, what yeah. I am to understand. So. Uh, it would oh, still be whoa. the exact opposite of what you're looking for in a video game, but hey. Oh, oh. I forgot. Oh, the biggest news. The biggest news. Ooh. Cyberpunk's patch came out. Oh, yeah, that did happen. It came out like three days ago. Mm-hmm. It had literally, I read the patch notes. It had oh. hundreds, hundreds of fixes. And some of them, you read them and you're like, this wasn't, how does this make it in your game? Mm-hmm. One of them was something so crazy. It was like rapidly unequipping and reequipping a weapon no longer makes the weapon disappear. Shit like <laughs> shit like that. Or like some are just like, if you do this really weird thing, you no longer fall through the world. It's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. And they, they did, uh, they did fix the way cops spawn in. So they spawn away farther. So you, they don't literally spawn directly on you when you commit a crime. Uh, they changed handling for cars because people fucking hated it, mainly because it sucked. Uh, and they fixed like nine trillion progress stopping bugs with quests. Okay. Um, some objects would become invincible, even though you're supposed to destroy them. Like that stuff's gone. <laughs> just like so many very, very specific things. Not even just like systems, just like the most specific patch notes I've ever seen. Um, and then there were some like more heavy, like overarching ones. Like they fixed a bunch of memory problems, uh, and stuff like that. So it should crash a lot less according to what they said. I have not tried because I'm playing monster hunter, so I don't care, but that's cool. They did make March the last day of March. Uh, is there any news that it's coming back to PlayStation Store? Uh, they said they feel like it's coming back soon. Ooh. They said they feel like it's on the road to coming back. 
because Sony controls that, not them. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I would say, if it's not back within the next week or so, that like that game still has a lot of issues. Um, and there was actually sorry. Now this is making me think of all the cyber CD Project Red stuff. They bought a new studio. And yeah, then, some, like, I don't Canadian remember what studio. it's called, but then they confirmed that the PS5 version of The Witcher is coming out like in a couple months. Uh, so that's cool. Um, and the patch will be free for people who have The Witcher 3 already. Um, but they did also say that like they are now rethinking adding multiplayer to Cyberpunk. Like they still have all the single player expansion stuff planned, but they said they are rethinking the multiplayer and maybe they might not do it now. I think they never should have done it, to be quite honest. Oh, they were and, doing multiplayer? I didn't even know. Yeah, about they this. had confirmed that a long time ago. It was being made by like a different studio too or something. So mm. I I kind of hope that they can that because the game already was being held together by a paperclip and some string. Yeah, but and... what if the multiplayer aspect, because it was a different developer, was better? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be the case, but like <laughs> to me, that kind of game is more about like if they add more cool single player scenarios, like that's good like that's what cd project red is good at like Mm -hmm. the two expansions for the witcher are some of the best dlc i've ever experienced right so if they can pull off something like that and like add more crazy cyberpunk stuff to the city or even outskirt areas like i would rather have that than have a multiplayer mode that's like a bad version of gta online because gta online has been going for like a decade (laughs) I bet they wouldn't even get it right at first. Oh, I mean, for sure. Not. <laughs> so like, that's, that's also why it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you've gotten your game to like a more or less playable state for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Why add in this whole other wild element where you have other people connecting to a world? Like uh, to me, that just seems like something that you would just be like, we don't need that. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye. But you know, we'll I see how that were- goes. They were trying to build this up to be the next GTA, and it it failed spectacularly for them. So, because uh, I definitely saw a lot of people thinking this was going to be GTA, first person GTA, uh, with and with an RPG. They, yeah, this this was a mul- uh, very ambitious game. We'll say that. Uh, you know, I guess nice try. Yeah, they for sure missed the mark. I mean, I, to be honest, this is one of those games where like in a year or so when there is a bunch of expansion stuff and like there have been enough patches to fix most of the like major glaring bugs. I mean, that already seems like that is happening right now. What, like six, seven months after release? A five? Because uh, it was November? Was it November? I can't even remember. They kept delaying it until it was because it was originally September. Well, it was originally like March. No, it was or originally the year before that. Yeah, and then it was September because it was right around uh, Marvel's Avengers, and then they delayed it until November. Uh, it would have been. It's been eight months since then. Since November, you need to do your that math. Well, no, it'd be November because you count that as a month because it was like near the beginning. I thought. Five months? Six months. Oh, boy. It's closer to six months now. But yes, you're right. I don't know how math <laughs> can't count. Apparently. You're stuck eight months. I'm like, um, you need to rethink that. Yeah, yeah, that is, I do. So, yeah, like five, six months. Um, mm-hmm. just, yeah. It's whack. So, but yeah, I mean, like, it shows, like, they should have just delayed it another six months or so. Um, but. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you know, I, I guess they needed to get it out. But it, I mean, it's tarnished the brand. That's the big issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's for sure the case. So, um, but I think at this point, uh, we've. I feel like we've talked about that game. We've given that game a lot over the last, you know, eight months or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> I guess I guess we can kind of move on to what we've been playing. Yes. Um, I kind of want to talk about It Takes Two first because that okay. was something that was something we played together. Yeah, we played that together for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. That game is way better than I would have thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It it takes the concept of uh, what was the the. A way a, out. A way out. Yes, a way out. It takes that concept and just improves upon that concept in almost every way. Um, yeah, so I, it, I, is, it is Joseph Forrest and his mm-hmm. studio, Hazelight Studios. Um, and they started with Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, which was like you are one person playing as two characters. So, like, you're playing co op with yourself. But then A Way Out was true co op and you could only play it in co op. Yes, which I mean, if you, if you, you can find random people online to play with, or you can just like literally just send a code to a friend and like, you don't have to have two people buy the game. Like you can buy the game and then just have someone else just like down download. Yeah. It's called like the buddy pass or some shit, but I don't think they can get trophies or something like that. Mm. Uh, But yeah, like you, you can play like, it's not one of those like co-op games where you need to get like multiple people to buy it. So that that's nice. But, um, Mm. We played it locally because, like, it just seemed like a game that you have to play locally. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so A Way Out was, like, had its fun moments, right? Mm-hmm. But it, like, it had pretty terrible voice acting and, like, really stiff animation and, like, the third-person shooting was not very good. Uh, and so it was, like, it was fine. Like, it was, I think it was a fun proof of concept. And, like, playing it with you locally that was fun because it was funny also right remember the basketball scene the basketball scene is <laughs> hilarious one of my favorite moments of us playing that game together but where it it takes two basically like takes that concept and like kind of realizes it right like yes you are a husband and wife who are thinking about getting a divorce and their daughter makes these two weird dolls of them. And then like Mm -hmm. talks to this book, Dr. Hakim's book of love or some shit. And then the parents get like transported into the doll bodies and the book comes to life and has this insane accent and like Mm -hmm. is basically trying to make them work together to, repair their relationship and the actual game part of it is like surprisingly fun and like it runs at a solid 60 and like it's very colorful and in the beginning it's just like it's a fun weird 3d platformer right like you, you can double jump you can dash after that to get extra distance but then in each new area the each person gets different abilities so like in the one we're in now i am the wife and I have a, like a sniper rifle type thing. And you as the husband have a honey launcher and like you launch the honey at stuff to weigh it down or put it on something so that then I can shoot it and it explodes mm-hmm. when I yes. shoot it. Uh, or like earlier it was, uh, you had the, had the hammer, hammer yes, and I and had, the, and I had the, um, the nails and I was throwing the nails, but they like God of war came back to me. I could call them back to me. 
Yeah, and so you like use that to work together to solve puzzles. Like mm-hmm. I would slam something down and then you would like throw a nail to hold it in place or yes. you would throw nails that I could then use the hammer to swing off of to get to the next area to mm-hmm. then like, you know, make it so I could smash something for you to get up there. And like it is it is honestly more fun than I thought it would be. Like I because of what a way out was like, I just thought that it was going to be like them trying to make a 3d platformer and like falling like just a little bit off the mark so that it's like oh this is interesting but it's not like you guys missed it you know but it's not like that like i the story is i don't know that i would call it compelling i think it's funny yes uh, because the book just poofs out of thin air and scares the shit out of them every time and i really like that there's a whole weird thing going on where we're like in a tree and we're like helping a a squirrel army fight Mm -hmm. the wasp army uh because we're trying to get to the house so we can like talk to our daughter so she can maybe cry on us cry on us (laughs) that they that that's not gonna work but they believe that's gonna work uh and it also seems like it's like longer than uh, Mm -hmm. a way out like it seems like it's like you said 15 ish hours long yeah i think i looked it up it was like 12 to 15 hours uh yeah so it's it seems fun and like i watched like i said i watched the launch trailer and i saw some other abilities like there's a part where we each have polar opposite ends of a magnet um Mm. one where one of us can make clones and the other person can teleport or something uh so it does get weird and i'm sure each stage has a unique thing because like the whole concept is the book is trying to teach you some fucking weird lesson each time we like wrote a weird ghost whale i don't know Oh yeah, that, yeah. It's but it, it, as you said, it's been like I a way out was fun because I had fun playing with you. Yes, this is fun just because it's a fun video. Because it's game. a fun video game. Yes. So like, I am very impressed with this game so far, and I do not regret the 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 forty dollars. Not that I regretted a way out, but like this is like legitimately fun, and I think at the end of the year it's going to be high on both of our like at least the multiplayer. Game oh yeah, for sure. And um, I just think it's cool that EA keeps funding Joseph Forrest's madness. To be <laughs> honest with you, so I guess I didn't look at it, but I think there is a fuck the Oscars Easter egg in this game. Mm-hmm. So good, good. I, I'll have to see how, if we can find that or something or at least watch it after we're done because that, that's amazing but like the dude seems crazy in every interview i've read and like his whole thing of saying he'll give you a thousand dollars if you get mm-hmm. bored at any time during the game he's a weird dude but i think he like has yeah, a yeah. vision and is very genuine like he he clearly has an idea for these games and like usually they have some deeper meaning or like are trying to convey something Right, And I, I very much respect him for that, even though he may seem like a total loon in every interview. Like the games do at least work or like just barely miss the mark in a way where you're like, oh, I, I, I get it. Like, I get right. what you're going for. It might not have turned out well, but I don't hate it. Like, it's it's fine. But this game, I think, is legitimately fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where I think, like, I know neither of us played it, but I think Brothers actually does have, like, emotional impact. Yes, people really like Brothers, but by the time that it came to PlayStation, mm-hmm. it was, like, years later, and I was just like, ah, this game, I think, has been too hyped up over time now that I just sure. never ended up giving it a shot, because it was one of those things where it's like, this will inevitably fall short of what everyone said it was, now that it's, sure, like, sure. a couple years removed, so I just never ended up going. Well, and for me, I like, I know the spoiler at the end oh okay so like it it, it i think that would also like greatly lessen lessen the game as well so mm-hmm. uh so yeah we did that but you mm-hmm. have continued to play kaze and the wild masks 
I uh, finished it. Nice. How is that? Um, it took me probably five, six hours. And you know how I normally don't really like boss battles that much because a lot of times they're very, they're just kind of gimmicky. Mm-hmm. This does an amazing job of basically taking everything you learn throughout the entire game and it just kind of culminates it into the final boss battle. Hmm. And I was very impressed with it. It was very difficult. I mean, it, it it took me probably 45 minutes to an hour to just keep trying over and over again. But the, the, the boss is kind of split up into like eight different stages. And each stage is like something that you had been doing throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I found like I was, even though it took me a long time and a lot of tries, I was getting further and further in like, because like a lot of it is actually platforming through this final boss as well. So I was like, I'm getting further and further, so I'm not getting frustrated. I would get frustrated if I, like, I spend an hour and I don't make any progress. But like as long as I'm making progress, uh, it's just taking me a long time, and it is a longer boss battle. Uh, I never really got frustrated. And as I said, I uh, beat beat the game. And uh, and it, it really does feel about the same length as like Donkey Kong Country, like those those three games. Because like really, I mean, they're not very long games. No, yeah. Um, and now I just kind of want to just keep playing it and just keep going through and getting the uh, getting all the collectibles and everything. Uh, one thing I do remember I f- failed to mention last week is there is another collectible, and it's collecting the the like the Kong K O N G. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You collect the Kaze, the K. Oh, okay, wow. So yes, uh, so I I <laughs> I bet that's part of the reason why they called it Kaze. Almost certainly. So they could do that. Uh, so um, yeah. Uh, that's just another collectible in the game, but I, I think if you don't, if you would like to try, like even just kind of dick around with a couple levels uh, when we hang out on Sunday, I can certainly fire it up before we go to uh, uh, it takes two. Yeah, because yeah. I think like if you just kind of get a feel for it, I think you'll end up liking it and be like, okay, maybe I'll check this out when I have a little more free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and then, then you played Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Yes, I'm just continuing to slowly make my way through that. Um, I've uh I found that I have a little more free time now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you don't uh, say that. Oh yeah, yeah. No more date uh, Tuesday night date nights. So Damn, that's, dude. Yeah. So and Saturday as well, so mm-hmm. a little more free time. So I'm just but as I said, like I'm still just kind of slowly making my way through that. Um but like Kaze was definitely a little bit more of my focus where Horizon I I, as I said last week, I just kind of want to slowly get through that. And then I, I want to, I did hit level 60 this week. So I'm now at max level. And now there's like ghost levels. I didn't look to see if ghost levels actually do anything. Um, I kind of want to look that up now. Cause like, I know when I played Marvel Spider-Man, uh, the, the insomniac one that has ghost levels. And every time you level up, you get one more HP and you do 1% more damage. Hell yeah, baby. But hey, that I mean, that's that's all right with me, because mm-hmm. like I, I like doing new game plus runs, and I know where you, I know you don't really care about that nearly as much. Yeah. Uh, really, the only game that I know you actually do that in is your favorite game of all time. Yes, because there is reason to do it. Whereas I feel mm-hmm. like most games now don't ever give you a reason to do it. They're just like, oh, it's a new game plus. Mm-hmm. You just go through the game again with all your upgrades, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. but I already did that. I mean, see, like when I want, I like get back into that world but i don't want to like have to build up my character again that's when i just do a new game plus because like i just kind of wanted to experience horizon zero dawn again you know i 
and then also I'm working on it so I can play it on the hardest difficulty. And obviously if I can build this character up as powerful as she can be, it will make like the hardest difficulty easier type mm-hmm. of thing as well. So, yep. Uh, the, yep. So that's, those are the three games I played this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes two. That's going to be a game that I think we're going to be talking about for the next month. month <laughs> yeah, and a half, probably. probably. So, yeah. uh, but Manny, tell me about Monster Hunter Rise. I played I... it for forty hours. Jesus so far. Christ! Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I God, I could talk about it forever. Um, so the main thing is Monster Hunter fans are like Pokemon fans, and they hate everything. So. <sighs> Any discussion I've seen of this game online is people comparing it to World or people mm. comparing it to games before World. And like, I don't know. I just don't, I never get it because to me, this is like World was the evolution of what Monster Hunter should have become. And I think that Rise takes it a step further than that. So it keeps all of the quality of life stuff from World. And it actually just seems like more or less a straight port of World's Engine. So like they were able to import a lot of the monsters from World. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think like when the updates happen, like the free updates, I think that a lot of mo- those monsters will be from World because I think it's just easy for them to import those now. Right. Right. Um, and other than that, like what I like about monster hunter is playing monster hunter. Like I like the act of fighting the monsters to me, the true, to me, the true reward is playing the monster fights. Right. Mm -hmm. And what this is, this is where I fall on monster hunter is I think a lot of the stuff that people remember from games like monster hunter Four ultimate and before is like, Oh yeah. You used to have to like track down the monster and like now the hunts don't last that long or whatever. But I think what do people don't remember is you were not tracking that monster. Like you were sort of in world, you were wandering around aimlessly hoping to find it so that you could mark it. That's not good gameplay. That's <laughs> just like padding artificial padding. Right. Where, like, obviously they could get away with saying, oh, but, like, you're on the hunt. But, like, you're not. And then Mm -hmm. in World, once you fought the monster, like, three times, the scout flies would always automatically lead you there, right? Right. So what Rise does is it just shows you where all the monsters are on the map, exactly where they are on the map, and where they're going to move to when they start to move. So people are upset. I I have one suggestion. Uh Uh You could just make a setting that either you walk around aimlessly until you find it, or you can choose to just see the monsters on the map. I mean, that would be an easy, you could, but like who gives a shit? If the well, whole, I mean, like if people are complaining, well, like, I know, they, I know. they could give that option. And then like, I'm, I'm just saying like when the whole purpose, the game is called monster hunter. You right, are there right. to hunt monsters. You were there to fight the monsters. Ah, so mm-hmm. people were like mad. They removed the scout fly thing too. And it's like the scout flies were the same thing. It's right. just that they were leading you to it as opposed to just showing you where they were. Like it just saves you that time of you just running to it. And so uh, like, I think it's better because you get to fight the monster faster, um, which does lead to slightly shorter kill times overall, but that's fine. Right? Like, because not every hunt has to take 50 minutes. And I guess that some people are upset that like they barely ever reach the, near the time limit so the hunts don't feel as epic or whatever but my argument to that is 
this is not an ultimate game, right? Like what used to happen in Monster Hunter is we would only get the ultimate versions of games. So it's like the original right. game with the expansion added on. So like three ultimate uh, and four ultimate, like people are used to that. And that's with the G rank slash master rank stuff in it. And to me, that's when Monster Hunter actually gets really hard. And so this game obviously doesn't have that yet, but next year when they inevitably release that expansion, it will be that hard. Or when mm -hmm. I get to the later high rank hunts, it will be that hard. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just like it. Right. And they added all kinds of movement options. So like, you're no longer like getting stun locked or comboed by monsters because you have the wire bug. So you can fucking hook shot around essentially and like ninja run up walls and shit and you can get around if you get knocked down you can use it as a quick recovery and like it just makes you feel fast and have a lot of mobility like especially for me as someone who uses the great sword when you have the weapon out it takes forever to move around or you have mm -hmm. to really pick when you move in but with the wire bug yeah i can just fucking zip around and get in and out of situations very easily um they add new moves that make it a little more interesting um one of the main changes with the wire bug is like, you know, how before, if you like did a jumping attack, sometimes you would mount the monster and then stab it like a fucking crazy that, I mean, and that was the goal a lot of times to try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like that was a feature that was added in Monster Hunter 4. Like that was the whole thing was now you can mount the monsters. Mm -hmm. They changed it. So like you no longer can do jumping attacks to get on the monster and stab it. You get on the monster and like you use the wire bug to like ride it okay and you can if there are two monsters in the area you can do it um you can choose to just launch the monster you're riding at the wall to do damage to it a couple times or you can get a different monster and attack the other monster and you get like light attacks or strong attacks and once it fills up this bar they get like a finisher and mm. then they use that on the other monster and knock them down and that's unique for each monster so the goal is to do that uh, as much as possible but there's like a cooldown on it so you can't just like fucking do it forever and the monsters have to be in the same area um but yeah they they kept all of the quality of life stuff like you can just teleport back to camp you can still access all your items while you're out on a hunt um you can eat again in the tent if you forgot to eat they changed it so that like you don't really lose stamina as quick when you um die in a hunt you no longer lose uh the health buff and the stamina buff you had mm -hmm. which is another thing people just think they're dumbing it down right but in my opinion they are just streamlining it to make it so that you can do the main crux of the game more right and right now a lot of people are complaining like oh like dung bombs there's no purpose for them uh because you always want the monsters to be there together but what i think people don't realize is like when it comes to master rank eventually they will probably change the way some of this stuff works right, right. or you'll be taking so much damage in master rank that you can't have two monsters there you're gonna fucking dumpstered um but other than that like those are the main gameplay additions like everyone has more mobility they all have special moves and you can like swap out certain abilities uh when you unlock more moves and things like that uh, I think all of the new monsters they added for this game are super unique and like very cool. Um, there's not necessarily as many as there were in previous games. Like there's only like six or seven um, out of the ones I know exist. There is only one more that I have not fought and it's the spider mm -hmm. monster. Um, so I don't know what that's like yet. And I think there's like a final elder dragon monster that I've never even seen. So I don't know what it does. 
Um, but like all of them are cool. Like the, one of them is this monster called the Bishaten, which is like a flying monkey. And it uses its tail as a hand to throw persimmons at you. And like it can use the persimmons as like a flashbang or like sometimes they'll be poisonous. Uh, but it like it gets up on its tail and like fucking like springs around on it. And I think that's mm. really interesting. Um, my favorite new monster is called the Goss Harag. And he is this big ass bear monster that when he gets angry, he turns red and blows ice on his hands. So then he has ice swords on his hands. Uh, and he'll only have one at the beginning, but then when he's enraged, he'll have two. Mm. Um, and that's fun. Uh, there is like a weird water monster thing that I don't know what is really going on there, but it shoots you with sleep breath. Uh, there's like a, the Tetranodon, which is, um, kind of like a turtle mixed with, uh, platypus, and it does sumo moves. I don't know. They're they're really interesting. I th- most of them are actually based on like Japanese yokai. Oh, okay. um, but e- but either way, they are all like unique. Whereas I feel like most of the time, what happens is the monsters use the same skeleton as a previous monster, and then it's like, oh, I get it. Like they're this monster, but with a slightly different move set or whatever. Whereas these ones all feel wholly unique. I feel like most of the ones they added in World, especially the ones they added in Iceborne, were very unique as well. So I think they're getting better at that, just like making a whole new thing. Right. Um, but where I do see people's complaints is that this game is like not done. Like it, it was very clearly not finished. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, and so like where that comes into play is the end of the game is not in it. The end of the story is not in it. And they said that before launch. So it's like, that's fine. They, it's not like they lied. Uh, but what is weird is I got to the end of the single player today and there isn't even high rank village quests. There are only high rank multiplayer quests. Oh, And it wasn't even like you get super early in the story. You beat a monster in the credits roll, which is usually what happens. But then it's like the story continues no other story scenes happened and then i beat the final mission and no one said anything and it was just like oh yeah there's no more missions like there just aren't any and i thought that was weird because i still haven't even fought all the monsters right yeah you you said so it's very strange it sounds anticlimactic for sure but i mean i also have been playing multiplayer and like there is still a lot of multiplayer progression because we got just got to high rank Sure. So we'll have to fight all the monsters again in high rank and then the new ones as well. Um, but yeah, like, so the ending won't be in until the second update, but I think this first update comes out in like two, three weeks um, and it will add three new monsters, one of which is an elder dragon, uh, the Camellios, who is old, and they're adding a powered up version of the Rathalos, the Apex Rathalos. But I think there are two other monsters that they're adding as well in that patch. Mm-hmm. And like what happens in most monster hunter games is once you get to the maximum hunter rank, which is usually nine, uh, then it uncaps and it's just every hunt you get experience and level up your hunter rank. You can't do that yet either. They're adding that in the first patch. Uh, So it's like basically like right now there is no end game either until this first patch, which the way most people play video games, they probably wouldn't even get to that point until the patch is out. Sure, sure. But people who are crazy about Monster Hunter have already beaten all the quests in the single player, all the quests in the multiplayer, and now they feel like there's not enough content. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, I kind of get, but 
I, but it's, they I didn't mean, they didn't lie about it is what I'm saying. Sure, like sure. they were they were very transparent. And to me, what it seems like is this was hit by COVID. And what I would guess happened is because this is the first Monster Hunter game where the characters are all have names. Um, so like before they'd be like, oh, I'm the third company captain. They had no name. Now they are all named characters and they talk and have names. But mm-hmm. then that amounts to nothing. So sure. so what I think happened was they like had these grand designs for a story mode. COVID happened and they were like, oh, shit, we have to focus on the gameplay part of it. They focused on the gameplay part and just left the story on the wayside. And I think then they were like they started focusing on that once they had the gameplay in order. And now they're going to try to add that through the patches. I think also what doesn't help is the last Monster Hunter game, Monster Hunter World, had hundreds of hours of content. Mm. at launch yes where i'm guessing this has what probably like 50 60 i would guess like 60 yeah um because like it took me 80 hours and that was just to beat the game and there was still a lot I could a lot after, after that yes so that's why i think it feels weird to a lot of people like i have not stopped having fun so far like sure. i i still have a lot to go and like i said i'm already at 40 hours um and i'll probably grind to get armor sets and stuff like that um but i mean it's also hard to gauge because Monster Hunter Iceborne is like one of the best expansions I've ever seen, right? It added so much and did so much for that game that it was incredible. And so obviously when they make the expansion to this, it will be great as well. I just, that's a year away. So people always forget that the base version of Monster Hunter usually feels like this just most people in the u.s haven't experienced that so they don't know yeah because even as i said like monster hunter world had so much content that like it was like maybe some people were upset about some things about monster hunter world with that stuff but like to me i was like my god this is a huge game like yes like an 80 hour campaign is like i to me that's plenty of gameplay like you, you can't complain about that no yeah and so like one of the things that people complain about a lot is always how many large monsters there are to fight Mm. and people are like complaining about rise it literally has more monsters than a regular world had at launch in it Mm. so like come on dog you can't you can't can't complain about it like it's not many more i think it's like two more or something but like still dude you you can't complain about that if it has more monsters to fight than what world had to start with which i for new people i did see complaints about that where like i and what I mean is, like, you fight all the monsters, and then you have to do the master rank where you fight all the monsters yes, again. Yes, yes. Uh, which I, I think is a fair complaint if you're unfamiliar with the series. You're like, I'm just fighting the same monsters, but they're like harder. That's not very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I get that's just something that's like that's what Monster Hunter is. Yeah, and I mean, they always there are certain the monsters that you can Monster only Hunter. fight in high rank, so it's like sure. you're really working to get to fight those things in the mm-hmm. bigger challenges. And then like master rank takes that one step further. So you're going three steps that way. Uh, but then also, I mean, you're getting better loot from like yeah, the higher, yeah. higher level monsters mm-hmm. as well. So like I, that, that never bothered me, but I did see complaints about yeah, that. Yeah. And, and like I people complain it. about that. And it's one of those things where also this game is a different focus than world. So what I think is going to happen is I think they're going to make a game like rise and then the expansion for it. And then like, I think in 2023, we will probably see a sequel to world and then an expansion to that. And then they will go back to like a switch game or something that is closer to what rises. And what I mean by that is monster hunter world had a really heavy focus on 
the world areas and the monsters mm-hmm. interacting with the landscape. Whereas Rise is more straight, like just fucking fight the monster. They don't necessarily interact with the world as much. And it's like barren kind of like old Monster Hunter games used to be not necessarily like not colorful or not filled with stuff, but it's just like, oh, this is a wide open field for us to fight this monster. in, as opposed to like, oh, we have to use the slingshot to hit the rocks above it or like we're in a cave or whatever the fuck. It's just like it doesn't have as much focus on the like landscape and the way the monsters interact with the landscape yeah because like uh, world was something very new for the series and part of that was just getting away from handheld but to me this sounds like it in all it's almost like in a like an apology like sorry we went away from the way we used to do it (laughs) sorry that we went away from like uh, like the old system and we like forced like you to play on a different type of system because like this isn't even going to be available on like the other consoles it's just gonna be on pc yeah uh, so, like, in in a way, it seems like they were trying to go back and, like, is it an apology to, like, the original fans of the mm-hmm. series? It does. It does really feel like that. And, like, to me, it does feel a little bit more like the old games just because it's got a lot more of the, like, weird, totally goofy bullshit in it as well. Uh, which world kind of led up on until the near the end of Iceborne when you're like killing people with a great sword that's literally just a swordfish uh, and shit like that. But. Yeah, it's just it's like slightly different from world and that it's more of a focus on just the monster fighting as opposed to like the monsters interacting with the environment and it being like a really lived in world. And I think part of that is like the PlayStation 4 and 5 in the future and like the Xbox would be able to handle like the extra like flora and fauna and shit, whereas sure. the, the Switch can handle jack shit. So like it kind of has to be that way. And like because it is always a solid 30, like this game has never once dropped frames for me. It kind of has to look the way it does. Sure. And sure. they did they did a really good job. Like I think it looks great and it plays great and it never dips. And I they if it did, I think they would have failed. Uh so they, they always try to do the best they can, and I think the Monster Hunter team really kills it generally. Um, well, it, I assume they get really great funding, like oh, the, for, best. Oh, yeah, the best they got to offer. And, <laughs> yes, best cash and, and I mean, offer. like, World was getting like one monster per patch, and now it seems like at least for the first two or three patches, there's going to be a minimum of three per patch mm-hmm. here. And part of that's probably because it wasn't, you know, finished, quote unquote. Uh, so they're like adding story and they're adding at least three new monsters or whatever. Uh, the one part of this I don't like is the rampage mode, which is like the tower defense mode. Um, I just don't think it's fun. Like, I, right. I don't hate it either, but I also never liked the super huge elder dragon fights where you're like shooting cannons at them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It, this replaces that, but it's mm. just like, I don't like this either. So, but at least you don't have to do it. Uh, so that's weird is like, you, oh, ki- you, you kind of do. So you have oh. to do it to, uh, advance certain missions, but, mm normally in old monster hunter games the apex monsters you could just fight normally you can only fight them in the rampage mode here which is like not really fighting them right so i i don't know i assume because so many people have complained about that the monster hunter team usually listens to feedback about stuff like that so i would guess that when the apex rathalos comes out at the end of this month that um they will have changed that by then so uh, but we'll see. I mean, that's not that big a deal. I just I now don't have to do those anymore. Like I did the two I had to do and I'll right. only do them if Nukio wants to do them to grind for something. Um, you kind of it is weird because the way the end game is right now, you have to do them to like make your weapons as good as you can. But 
as that with anything in Monster Hunter, you can get around that if you're just good enough. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I really like it. And, um, it's one of those things where if you like Monster Hunter before, you will continue to like this, but sure. it doesn't change nearly enough for people who still didn't like World to come into the series. Like, to me, if you didn't like World, you're never going to like Monster Hunter. Sure. Because it improved all of the things that made it literally impenetrable for people by being like purposely obtuse. Whereas this just takes those lessons from World and basically changes the formula up a slight amount. I, I still think it was obtuse, uh, but like it was enough that I could like look stuff up online mm-hmm. and just like ex- it, and by obtuse, like the most obtuse thing was the the multiplayer, which I know they fixed that. Yeah, I mean, they fixed it by changing it to what it used to be. Yeah, sure. and it, it's literally there's no problem with it. Like you just create a lobby, someone joins the lobby, and you fucking go do it. So yeah, where before like it was a like there was something about like what was it. Because, like, there was, like, a, a server, and then you have to, like, everybody get into that same server or something. Like, I, Yeah, I the, so that, uh, yeah, there's the, the gathering hub, which in that game was useless, uh, mm-hmm. but it it makes sense in the old games. I don't know. Sure. They, they did a weird thing, and they, they got around it in this by just not showing the cinematics and multiplayer, because who gives a fuck? Uh, and if they do, it's always after the mission is over, so. Smart. Final Fantasy 14 learned that lesson pretty quick as well because no one wants to watch a 14 minute cutscene in the middle of an online mission. Mm, yeah. Uh, and none of the cutscenes in this are long. They're like fucking 30 seconds, but. Right, right. Um, yeah, they only show them in the single player, which now that I think about it, that is weird because the fact that there are a couple monsters that I have not fought yet means that I they won't have cutscenes where every monster so far has had like a weird intro cutscene where like someone reads a haiku about them and then like it shows them. Maybe it will in the maybe it maybe it will in the multiplayer where before it was like you've already seen the cutscene, but I'm watching it. So you have to wait for me to watch it for then you can, then you can join. It was just the absolute worst. Uh, but like, if you're both playing it for the first time and like, you both see the cutscene for like five, 10 seconds, it probably, yeah, it won't matter. I wonder how it'll work. They might not even show it and it'll, they'll just sure. add more village quests in the next patch or whatever. Just fine. Uh, yeah, and the stuff is neat. The addition of the dog is huge, 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 because they run so fucking fast when you're riding on them, and they don't use stamina. So that's another way you just speed up getting to the monster, uh, and then you unlike unlock new weapons for them, and those are all neat. Um, so yeah, it just like the the additions I like a lot. Sure. Um, the, the wire bug makes it so you can get around easier. The, and the dogs, the wire bug and the dogs are the two huge main additions that change it a lot, which Iceborne had something that was similar to the dogs. You could like ride, uh, something to the monster, but you couldn't control where it went. Now you can mm-hmm. control where it goes. Um, I, I'm very happy this year seems like Manny's year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. With Hitman. And then this, this comes out and it's, it's excellent. And like, even it, it takes two is like a, mm-hmm. is a game that you would like, like, like last year was my year. <laughs> this is, this is Manny's year so far. Yeah. And, uh, I have enough PlayStation credit to buy the ultimate version of Disco Elysium. So I mm-hmm. might start that awesome. soon. Uh, cause now it's fully voice acted and has more shit in it. So, mm-hmm. That's cool as well. Uh, but yeah, I Monster Hunter Rise rules. I, I like it a lot as a Monster Hunter fan. Um, so I am I am enjoying it quite a bit. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um uh yeah, I, I I'm sure I as I said, I think this is gonna be year year. Uh yeah, yeah. Know, uh, where like twenty nineteen was much more year year as well. Uh and 
whatever. I am on record saying it's. I think it's the worst year of the entire <laughs> PS4 era, uh, generation. Uh, but Sony had a terrible year. You can't even tell me Sony did not have a terrible year in 2019. Yeah, but I don't care about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I, yeah, I do. Don't need them to have fucking games. I like so many other things. Where like it, it seems like every year, like Sony is like in like at least one game is in my top three. So. Mm. And I think this year, if I can get my hands on a PS5, my, this year will be the same. Ratchet and Clank, baby. And Horizon. Mm, Horizon. <laughs> Although forgot, that's I forgot, a PS4. I forgot about that. I forget, I forget about that Horizon. That one I can get on PS4. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably it for the games we've been playing. Yeah, like, that's all I got. You played that for 40 hours this week because you are a crazy person. Yeah, most of that was last weekend. Me and Nukio mm-hmm. played a lot. I remember that f- when I got World, I played it like 30 hours that first weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that was, I remember, that was like January and it was cold. And nothing and was happening. With literally nothing was coming yeah. out then, yeah. Capcom used to do that a lot. Put a game mm-hmm. out in the beginning of the year when they know there's not much coming out. Get paid. Yeah. And it got me into to play Monster Hunter World. Yeah, and Rise sold like four million copies in its first week. So uh, it's not it's not Stop. doing as well as it's not doing as well as World is, but it's Stop. still doing very well. Sorry, my dog came in whining because I'm not going to let him outside and go chase a, a cat or something. Oh shit! Nice. So he's, he's very upset right now. I apologize <laughs> to our fans. Uh, yeah. So. But I think Manny's going to go grab uh, Frosty. I got or... him right here, baby. Oh, he's got Frosty right there. We're, awesome. we're, already, we're already doing it. Oh, Manny, I did forget to tell you one bit of news. It's what not video that? game related, but uh, I know you have a friend who's a Buffalo Sabres fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres went on an 18-game losing streak. <laughs> it it was It's an NHL record. NHL wow. record. That's how bad they were. Wow. Uh, they won this week, and that was a really big deal. Uh, so, but yeah, they went on an, an NH, new NHL record of 18 game losing streak. So uh, that's Buck Wild. Yeah. So I assume your friend, who's the Buffalo Sabres fan, has been very miserable this well, year. Well, hey, he was making a documentary about the Buffalo Sabres, so mm-hmm. I, I would guess so. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So the one I pulled is kind of weird because All we've right. talked about it recently. All right. And it is Super Mario 3D Land slash World. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Because we just, uh, you just played that. <laughs> I did. Uh, 3D Land, though, I, you've never played that. That's a 3DS game. No. That game is very good. I mean, that's the game that everyone says, like, it It made the made you go, oh, the 3D in the 3DS actually works. It's yes. actually useful. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, it Super Mario 3D Land was the one that came out first, and it was a 3DS game, and it uh, is really easy until you like beat it the first time, and then you like unlock additional worlds uh, and like have to go through it again, but like get the collectibles and stuff, and then it unlocks like wild levels that are very challenging and very rewarding. Mm. Um, that's the main thing I can remember about it. Other than that, I mean, people really liked it. It's it was a 2D slash also 3D Mario game, um, and sure. it, it was it was fun. Like I I think it was maybe the best Mario game on the 3DS. Uh, what else was there? 
Uh, that's a good question. I can't come up with anything right. Now. I know they remade uh, Super Mario uh, sixty four. That was for the original DS. So this oh, might be this original. might be the only Mario game for three yeah. DS, other than like, Mar- Mario Party and a couple of other weird offshoots. Uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart's. Uh, that was the know. one where Seven like... was a DS game as well. There oh, was no was Mario Kart three DS game. Damn. Uh, but the one that I mean, most people remember and I remember as well is World because we just talked about it. But um, sure. yeah, I, it was the one that introduced the cat suit and a couple of other neat power ups like the propeller head and shit like that. Oh, many. Hmm? They ported Super Mario Maker over to. Uh, oh, fuck. They did do that right at the end of its life. And it was one of the worst versions of ever. It was. That was another reason uh, why Mario was dying a couple days ago was they shut down <laughs> the servers for the original Super Mario Maker. So you can't, you can no longer use super regular Super Mario Maker. I, they must have shut down the 3DS servers too or had a long time ago, but they, the Wii U ones just got shut down a couple days ago. It does seem like they released a new Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm, that probably sucked. I bet it was fine. No, I hate those games. They're whack. They're 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 fine. No, they're not fun either. They're not fun. They're not fine. They're boring. They're they added the wah 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 shit to the series, and I don't like that either. I think you're being a little. This dramatic. is my bold stance. I think you're being a little dramatic. I'm not saying they're great. I'm saying they're fine. They're not good. This is my bold stance, uh, which is why I like Super Mario 3D Land and I like Super Mario 3D World. Uh, yes. It was a huge bummer that I liked 3D World so much and so did you. And yeah. no, no one was able to play it because no one owned a Wii U. Um, but yeah, like it is a weird blend of 2D and 3D Mario and it's not like a full 3D Mario like uh, 64 Odyssey and uh, Galaxy 1 and 2 and sunshine it's more like 2d mario levels but spread out in 3d and each level has like a unique experience i want to say gimmick but they're i think it's only i think it only becomes a gimmick if they don't use it once and it's still it blows my mind is that most levels have a thing in them that they only use one time and it's Mm. like probably took a lot of development work and then they're like oh whatever we'll never use that again it's just like what what the fuck that probably spent so much development time. Most developers would be like, we have to use this at least like three, four times. And most levels yeah. are just like, yeah, we used it once. That's cool. A unique mm-hmm. fun time. And uh, 3D Land had stuff like that too. Um, yeah, the big thing is um, instead of just trying to get from point A to point B as quickly as you can, like a lot of like the 2D Marios, this you needed to explore the 2d space a little bit and try to find the three stars Mm -hmm. because you need those stars to kind of advance because there are points where it's like you need to have x amount of stars otherwise you can't even like advance to the next area Mm -hmm. Uh, so like there is an element of like exploration in the 2d or in the the, in these levels as well and i I really kind of liked that aspect of it yeah i like that as well um to get to the like regular ending of the game you don't need that many of the collectibles just because it's like oh this is for normal humans and then there's people like me who have to get all three and the stamp every time and then there are three entire worlds at the end that you need mad stars for uh and so it's like mushroom star and fire flower um 
and those are all like very unique levels as well that are all super challenging um and then you fight the the true ultimate challenge and uh that's that's it um so just because this is just regular land and world i won't talk about bowser's fury in there because that might well, as well, I, I, might as well be a separate game you know what i mean well i i can tell you right now spoiler bowser fury is not in that in that because no i, I know because it was a long time ago i cut those out a long time ago so yeah, i yeah. at the time i didn't even know bowser's fury is a thing no i know but just it just in general like it's mm. a completely different thing like it's like a sure. different separate game they added to this re-release of world that came out recently yes um but i also like world and that is the first game i guess technically you could count uh the ds remake of mario 64 since mario 2 where you play as like you can choose four different characters so you can choose mario toad peach and luigi and they have similar abilities to what they had in mario 2 like mario's like regular boy he's kind of fast his jump is Mm -hmm. mario's jump toad is hella fast but he jumps really shitty uh mm. luigi is like weird and slidey but he can jump super high and like wiggle his legs in there to get a little bit farther and then peach is pretty average like mario but she can float uh which mm. makes a lot of platforming sections wildly easier which is why i generally use peach and i would generally always use peach in mario 2 as well but um like then if you're trying to go for speed people like toad um yep. which is what i always played yeah. as because I, I i wanted it more like a donkey kong experience and i found toad was more in line with that rather than like mario mm-hmm. and then when you get halfway through the second secret world you unlock rosalina and mm. she has a double jump which changes everything uh so but that, another that's thing cool. Another thing I did that I found fun is be, when you before you start each world, you can just do random, and then you just get one of the, the four characters. And I, mm-hmm. I, I would sometimes I'll do that just to kind of switch it up and like have just because they they do feel different enough that it does kind of add a different experience. So like that that's another way you can kind of like just kind of give it a little bit variety from from world to world. But if you gotta you gotta get the gold flag on every stage with the same character to get their stamp, Matt. And I also this also the game uh, introduced the Toad's treasure tracker. Oh yeah, uh, Captain Toad. Captain Toad. They added that, and then then they were like, "Hey, this is people like this," and then they created like a whole game out of that. And, yeah, that uh, is a fun that is a fun little mini game. And yeah, then they made a, a whole but, a whole video game. And I, I I you never played it, right? No, I did. I like played it and beat it when you had rented it from GameFly, I believe. Oh, that's right. I gave it to you, and I was like, "You just send it in when you're done." Well, I think uh, I didn't even need to take it. I think I beat it sitting at your house. I doubt very, that. It was very it was, short. That game's like two hours long. No, because there's like a whole nother section. Oh, I replayed it again on the Switch, and I think they added quite a bit. They did the add a version. lot. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I I really like the the treasure tracker. Do you think they'll ever do that again, or do you think? Uh, I don't know. I I would like for them to do it again. I think it's a cool concept, but they Nintendo's weird with video games. Well, unless it's Mario or Zelda, there's a bit of a question mark. Mm -hmm. Where you know they're making another Zelda and Mario. Well, of course, yeah, but like it's like treasure tracker to me reminds me of like WarioWare, where it's like, oh, people really like this, but 
who cares? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what that's how Nintendo feels sometimes. Um, it, it, I what I liked about it is it's so unique for Nintendo, where it is just like this like weird puzzle. Yeah, it's like a weird puzzle game, and his. Pe- <laughs> I love the conceit for him not being able to jump is that his backpack is so heavy. <laughs> well, it's like you in high school. I know it's just like me in high school. <laughs> And but too bad too bad for for me is that Toad wasn't going to grow anymore, whereas I was and probably stunted my growth. So great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can I can relate to Captain Toad for you sure. Kept yourself at the right height. You I did. I, I, I kept myself at the exact right height. If I was too mm-hmm. tall, I would have become too powerful, and mm-hmm. we we couldn't have that. And um, you bump your head a lot. I bump my head. You know. Oh, see, there you go. See, you know. There you go. Captain Toad's bumping his head on nothing. <laughs> no. He's a very small boy. But yeah, I, I just like that the, the variety of the different characters and the different play styles. And um, yeah, like adding the collect. People will often complain about collectibles and Mario games and be like, that's not what Mario's about. But it's like, I don't know, man. A lot of them are hard to get to, or if they're difficult to get to, it like adds an extra layer of challenge. And you don't have to get to those if you don't want to. Well, like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like collectibles and platformers are, like, one and the same. Well, but they were never anything in Mario. I guess. Until, like, until 64. And then I was going to say, like, until, like, we're talking, like, what, 25 years? Well, yeah, of- but you're talking about five Mario games at that point. So you're talking about Mario, The Lost Levels, Mario 2, Mario 3, and World. Mm-hmm. That's five games that did not have that. So it's, like, sure. a majority of Mario games. But like even like you could say Super Mario World like it, you could call all the, yeah, the like, secret exits the, and the stuff. Secret yeah, exits yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, as collectibles. Yeah. Uh, so like I don't know like but like as I said like platformers have transformed so much over the last twenty five years. Where like mm-hmm. as I said, I'm replaying Kaze levels to get all the collectibles and stuff because that's where the challenge is and like that and it's just fun to be back to just like go back into these worlds and try to do like these different challenges and stuff and like. It it just seems crazy to me that Well, I do I do get the complaint though because I think some in a lot of Nintendo games they will use collectibles as an excuse to not make different other content. Mm. And so it's just like, oh, we had the collectibles. That's like gameplay. And it's like, well, I mean like sort of, but not really. Mm. Like you could have just made another level instead of this or something. I don't know. It depends on the game too. Like the sure. the ones where it really drives me nuts are like in the fucking new Yoshi games where it's just like I mean put more effort into the fucking game instead. Well, how about that? The problem with the Yoshi is they have they already have Mario, they have Yoshi and they have Kirby all kind of occupying that similar space where they're all just 2D platformers. It's like just pick one of those franchises. Well, but Kirby fucking has its own gimmick that they like don't even use to its full extent. That's why Kirby pisses me off. Is well, Kirby, Kirby is about the powers? Well, Yoshi, like you can swallow up the the, the enemies, eggs, turn them into eggs, and you don't even fucking do that right anymore. This is what I'm saying. Old Kirby games were better. Yoshi's Island like, was better. Do it they, again, they, or just like just stop. No, they make, they don't need to make, make a good Yoshi's Island. They can do it. They just refuse to. I don't give a shit if have, he, I don't give a shit if he looks like wool. And then they have Donkey Kong Country. That's another two D. But that that series. is like different as well. But like I'm just saying, like they have a lot of two D platformers well, already. They all like, have their own identity, but they refuse to uh, let them live their own identity. Okay, I, Kirby and Kirby and Yoshi at this point are one and the same to me. They are very different games. They just refuse to let them be. 
I, but that's what I'm saying. Like lately, they're one in the same. I mean, more or less, yes. They're just like baby platformers for kids. Mm-hmm. Baby platformers for babies. Mm-hmm. Only babies like Kirby. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, d- I don't have much more to say about Mario 3D Land and World. They are both excellent, and you could get 3D Land for probably like basically free at a GameStop. Uh, I, I feel like we would have more to say if you didn't just play it two months ago. Yes, and we talk I, just, about it then. I just played it very recently, mm-hmm. so it's like... Yeah, I can't. I, can't, I it's a great game. I think the yeah. bosses are fun. The power ups are very unique. Um, it has a lot of content. It's just a, it's a fun Mario game for sure. Yes, yes, it, it's my favorite Mario game, mm-hmm. which is definitely a controversial opinion. But I, the reality is, it's such a different feeling Mario game, and I think that's why I like it. Like where the other ones are just they all. I mean, I get it. Like it is a different Mario game, and like if you like Mario, you may not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, if you don't like Mario, you might like it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that'll do it for yes. this episode here. Uh, as always, the theme song is "Sting Operation" by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You can check them out. Uh, and we will be back next week with more hot video game action. Peace out.